Hello, 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 and welcome to Shine with the Sun. I am your host, Sunshine. And on today's episode, I really want to talk. Actually, let me start off with saying hello. How are you guys? I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all happy. I hope you all feel safe and know that you are loved. And I've been learning a lot the past few weeks. My last few weeks in Tulum, Mexico, number one thing I've learned is simply to let go of control. Now, if you had asked me a month ago if I was a controlling person, I would have said, hell no. I'm so easy. I'm so breezy. I just go with the flow all as well. I trust God. But now I see the little ways I do control. Controlling comes in many various forms. You can try and control a situation. Like say you're going to a party and you try and control, I hope everybody will like me, let me dress this way, let me wear this so people can like me, let me have this car so people can respect me. Or you can try and control an outcome or situation by worrying. Worrying is a form of control. You're worrying about it, thinking of different outcomes that could happen, different possibilities, and oh my God, you just want to know the right answer. Worrying about your future, that's a form of control. You want to control what comes next. A problem I am now strong enough to admit I have, I had, (laughs) is rummaging thoughts. When something bothers me, I had a hard time just letting it go. My mind would dwell on it and dwell on it and I'll be in the shower two weeks later still thinking about it and thinking of things I should have said in that moment and oh, why did that person do this? Why did this happen? I can't believe it. And lately I realized how draining that is on my energy field. And even more importantly, how much tension it brings into my nervous system. Your nervous system is the most important part of your body. It controls how your body talks to each other, your neuro-linguistic programming. And if it's tense and tight with things that don't matter, like traffic and just things you can't control, or you're making it tense by trying to control things you can't control, what time, what energy do you have left for growth, for spirituality, for ascending? It's very important we think about these things. Is it worth our energy? So, someone, a great friend of mine, told me, she's a famous German author and director, she told me that her husband came up with a trigger word. Every time she starts having rummaging thoughts and getting angry and spending her energy dwelling on something that made her mad her husband will say a key word that will remind her of her goal and that triggers something into her to stop her from wasting her energy being angry and pouring that energy that pent-up energy that god built up into love into life and i think that's just so important that we have these little tools to remind us what's really important is it really that important? The answer is probably no. Most things aren't worth the energy, the attention we give it. Our attention is the most valuable resource. We have to use it wisely and focus it on love. Focus it on growth. Focus it on God. If you're not giving your attention to those things, what are you giving your attention to? Hate? Fear? You're feeding energetical beings that live off of fear. 
And when you have those beings, those leeches and parasites feeding off of your fear, how can you produce light? How can you be the salt and the light of the earth? You're just food for fear, love, and beings. We have to put our energy into something more worthwhile. And a few episodes ago, back in April, I said I've been focusing on certain words every day. God, peace, unity, love. God, peace, unity, love. And focusing on those words showed me how truly far away I am from living up to those words. And ever since then, some things have happened that made me closer to those words. They were painful things and ego-killing things. Things that showed me I wasn't as godly, I wasn't as loving, I wasn't as promoting unity the way I thought I was and helping me be a better leader and lean more into clemency, lean more into love and not just lean into it, lead. I'm now leading with love. I'm, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that as an affirmation. Oh, Mexico. I love the architecture always being done. <laughs> and the meaning of the word clemency is mercy, leniency. And that's what a true leader bestows. That's what someone that's truly connected to goddess power within them. That's what they show. Mercy. Yes, we have the power as a leader to banish people or shame them. But true leadership comes from loving people toughest situations during the toughest test staying in love with life and love in the world when the whole world spits back at you and that's what true clemency is having a lust for life a love for life so much to the fact that you it's not just compassion you have mercy one way, I had a situation that really hurt my feelings, the way I was treated, the way I was kind of rejected and brought up a bunch of negative feelings in me. It made me realize, first of all, I remembered all the times I rejected other people and I probably made them feel that way. And how in those moments I didn't realize I was killing them internally like that. I thought I was just quote unquote protecting my peace. The same way the people who hurt me and rejected me felt like they were protecting their peace. So the affirmation that really helped me get over that hard situation is, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. They don't know how they're killing me. And it takes a huge ego death for you to get to this point. And I know because I just got, I just got over a couple things and really acknowledging all the ways I put walls up in my heart not to let people in and to protect my peace and keep other people out and just love can't thrive in that environment with so much walls love can't grow there that's like trying to grow a rose in a dark room how can it it needs light, it needs space it needs freedom and fear can cause you, fear can cause us to put up walls around the world that isn't good, this is bad, judgments and labels and criticisms. 
and just know it is fair no matter if it's a good judgment or a bad judgment you like it you hate it it's still fair because love is always neutral at a point of love And that is what truly living in a present moment is. You don't see things as good or great. You don't see things as, oh, it's bad. It's just see things as things. See opportunities and circumstances as things. And let's even take it a step further and not see it as just things. See it as God. Level one is not non-judgment. You don't see things as they are. You don't see a cat as a cat. You see it as a thing. You don't say that's an ugly cat. That's a cute cat. It's just an animal or a thing. And some people might say that's inhumane, but I say that's beautiful. Step two is seeing it as yourself. You don't see a cat as a cute little kitty. You see that as me. That is me. Everything is me because we all come from the same source. And step three, this is my favorite step, is seeing everything as God. Ooh, because we all come from the same source. That source is God. So we are all God. And having that connection, having that love for everything, is the same way you have love for God, the same way you have love for your favorite television show, your favorite song, you should respect and love everything the way you love your favorite person because they're both made up of the same source. That's why I call God source. That's the universal source energy. It's where all things come from. It's the source. <laughs> so when you have that non-judgment towards anything and infinite love towards everything you you find it easier to live in the present moment it's kind of like watching tv my friend helped me get this image it's like watching tv and god is the tv itself and you can change the channel to any channel. You can change it to a channel that makes you happy, a channel that makes you cry, a channel that makes you do anything. A channel that's funny, a channel that's stupid. You can flip the channel to find something that amuses you, flip the channel to find anything. But we don't get caught up in what's on TV because we know it's just a screen. We can turn it off whenever we want. We can turn it on whenever we want. And that's how life is. That's what living in the present moment is. It's like being the observer, watching the TV and watching the scenes go by and the episodes go by and the commercials come on and going through these different portals and vortexes and movies. But we don't get caught up in it because we know it's just the screen. The most important part is honestly the TV itself. Now look at how ridiculous control is. Wanting to have control over everything is like wanting to change the channel. The channel is already there. What you see on the TV screen is pre-produced. <laughs> it was edited. It was put on the program a long time ago. I wanted to have control over the world, control over life. It's like wanting to go inside of the TV show and change it. You can't. All you can do is observe it. And if you don't like it, change the channel, move your attention somewhere else. But you can't change what's on the TV screen. And when you see life like that, I don't know about you, but when I start to see life like that, it helps me a lot more. 
it helped me see how ridiculous it was to be in fear and wanting to control life. It helped me to see how useless it was, how much, much of a waste of energy it is. Screaming at your TV set, no, don't let this happen. The TV show ain't going to change. <laughs> Only thing you can do is change your attention. And this is the easiest way to let go of control, to realize that you don't have to fight the world just to get rid of your ego, get rid of your desire to want things to be different. That comes from ego, your desire to want to control others. That's the definition of ego. That's saying, oh, my plan is better than God's plan. My TV show is better than the writer's TV show. The writers who wrote and produced this TV show suck. Let me write it. That's ego. Having trust and faith in God is saying, I will, I may not understand where this show is going yet, but I'll enjoy the ride and watch it to the end. And if I don't want to, I'll change the channel and watch another show. And when you can do that and have faith in God, you won't live in fear anymore. You won't want to control anymore. You'll look forward to see where the ride takes you. Because <laughs> living in a state of fear and living in wanting to control the world is so far away from living in peace. Think about it. When you're hosting the party, you're the most stressed out person there. <laughs> you're the busiest person at the party if you're hosting it. But when you're the guest, just chilling, enjoying, snacking, knowing you can leave at any time, you're more relaxed. We don't have to be the host. God is the host. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Lean into that mindset and trust as the sheep, the shepherd is going to protect and love you more than anyone or anything else, more than you can possibly even love or protect yourself. No this and no peace. Trust God. Let go of control, let go of fear, lack, mindset, sunshine. Trust that the God who created you will never, never abandon you, will always have an amazing plan for you. I know that everything is going to be all right. <laughs> I love you all so much. Stay bright, stay beautiful. Remember you? All right, God. I miss you all so much. Mm, great to be back. I'm going to be recording again regularly. My trip to Mexico was life-changing, heart-opening. And now I am ready to lean into love and lead with love. Remember, you are a God. So shine with the sun. LLC. Mwah.